Get 15% off the fullest entire product line with code the fullest podcast at checkout. One of the main ingredients in our product line, saffron, has been proven over and over again in clinical double blind placebo trials to be an effective form of treatment for depression, anxiety, and ADHD. Saffron has been used by many cultures for thousands of years for these purposes, and now the research is here to finally back it up, proving that plant medicines and ancient healing practices can actually be an effective alternative to pharmaceuticals. From caffeine-free latte powders to saffron baths and capsules, there's something for any modern woman looking for ancient healing. Again, that's code the fullest podcast at checkout for 15% off. I hope you enjoy your new daily saffron ritual. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Fullest Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Bostwick, and today's guest is Elisa Angeloni, who is the co-owner of Den Mother. She's a licensed acupuncturist and board-certified herbalist, and she's the lead health practitioner and the creator of Den Mother's Signature Healing Therapies. Hi, how are you? Hi, Nikki. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to have you back on. For those of you listening, we did an Instagram live together. And now we're just kind of going to go a little bit more in depth and introduce some of you who haven't been familiar, who aren't familiar with Den Mother about the space, the practices there, and just the inspiration behind your journey. I'm so grateful to have experienced it. I think it's just such a unique offering because in the wellness space right now, I think what's happening, which is really cool, is people are really getting into this idea of creating little wellness like havens in their homes or going to places somewhat similar to Den Mother, but what you've created is so unique because you incorporate so many different healing modalities from different cultures in one space. And it's more, I was just like saying this to you before we started recording, like it feels more grounded. It feels more nourishing. It's not as like clinical or like this whole biohacker thing where I feel like a lot of times when you go down that route, you're like trying to fix something. And like, I I think it's so great to be better, but there's just like sense of energy there that doesn't feel nurturing. And I feel like what you've created is so, so wonderful. It feels like you're going back to nature and going back to what nature is providing us. And you have shifted some of like maybe offerings that someone might see somewhere else into like the difference between, and we'll get into this conversation, but like the type of sauna you have versus like what you might typically see right now in the space, all about like infrared and, and just going back to basics. So I'm really excited about kind of, you know, sharing more about your story and um, your journey into wellness. But I know like for those of you who are listening like definitely check out our instagram live together as well as we tap into other conversations and she took us through this space too so you get a visual around it but um thank you you like have combined you know techniques like functional phytotherapy um herbology you do muscle testing like so much so can you share with us a little bit about 
some of the biggest things you uncover with people in a, in a session and like your overall inspiration for creating Den Mother? Yeah. Um, first of all, thank you so much. I'm so glad that our intentions are being felt and received because that's truly what was so important to us to just create this safe place for people to come and feel connected to nature and to one another. We opened up during COVID specifically because as a practitioner, I was just seeing how much this collective stress was having on all of our well-beings, our physical well-being, our emotional well-being or spiritual well-being. And we just wanted to help create a space that people could start to have access to ways of healing that just grounded them back down to themselves and to the connection to the earth. And ancient healing practices are just so brilliant at that. It's all about connecting to your own personal constitution, knowing what's good for you and knowing how to connect in a way. So that's what we did. We created Den Mother. So for all of you that have not been there before, it is a healing house and social space or a neighborhood wellness retreat. So I think that's what you're really feeling, Nikki. It's supposed to be like a clinical space or a spa. We're really trying to be a retreat here within the community that everyone's welcome to. And so at the easiest way, you can just come and hang out in our cafe we have wellness lattes and just trying to infuse different medicines into everything that we do. And so there's like healing herbs in our lattes to help calm the nervous system or help detoxify. Our main goal is to help de-stress the system, right? And so that's really the main thing we're seeing most right now is just this collective stress. And so knowing people are busy and maybe only have 30 minutes in their time to give every day, we wanted to create a unique service that could help to address that. And so most of us really hold our stress in our shoulders and our jaw, our head. And so the reflexology service allows you to kind of sit in this cozy chair outside in the garden. All the birds are chirping around you and we massage all those areas while your feet are soaking in a warm herbal bath. And the herbs we work with the local garden down the street all have medicinal properties. And so while your feet are soaking, the herbs are also doing their magic of helping to just nourish and relax the body. And then we do acupressure on the feet. So really drawing from Chinese medicine and using points that are really relaxing and grounding. So that's in the outside garden. And we have a sauna cold plunge that we do that can be rented out privately. And same thing, it's 30 minute session. It doesn't take much time, but like, my God, does it shift everything so quickly. And we use a traditional sauna because we really think it's important just to work from the elements of nature. So using steam and we use our own like herbal teas that we pour on the rocks as opposed to just water. And so as you're sitting in that steam, you're getting the healing benefits of the herbs coming into your pores. And then we have a cold plunge there. So you can kind of alternate between the two and the list of benefits goes on and on. But why it's really important for me to have this as part of my offering is because it really helps you to gain resilience. You know, it really helps to stretch you and to teach you that by just focusing on your breath and your intention, what you think is really hard and impossible, you can really push yourself to do. And in doing so, you're really strengthening that muscle for life. And so when you start to encounter situations that are overwhelming that you just don't think you can do, you, you've you now worked this muscle to know, no, 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 like I can breathe through this. I can, I can push through the situation. I know I'm capable 
Um, so that's all out in the garden where we also have fire pits and cool music playing just to really make something that isn't just like a wham, bam, come in and go situation, but like come and stay, like have a service within stay in the garden, bring a book, bring a friend, have a tea, hang out for the day and just really allow the healing that you reach to stay in you. Since we're on the subject, like a lot of people don't live in Venice or near Venice and can't come to Denmother. And hopefully one day there will be a Denmother near them. But in the meantime, like, a lot of our listeners always ask me like, you know what, if they have the space and the finances for it, like the question always comes up like, Nikki, what's your favorite type of sauna? And so I'd love for you to share about the sauna that you have and why you chose it. So we debated this a lot. Infrared saunas obviously have so many detoxification benefits, which are incredibly important, but I just didn't love the feeling of sitting in this like electrical box, you know, like what I want is for people to reconnect to nature. And so we opted to go for a traditional cedar sauna because just you can feel the wood, you can feel the water and you're pouring the herbal teas onto the rocks and the rocks are creating the steam that bounce off the wood. And so it just is so organic in the way that it heals. It's been used in different cultures for thousands of years. And yeah, that's what just is most important to us. I love that you incorporate herbs and like that herbal tea onto the stone. Can, so can you share with us a little bit about how like what the difference is between that and like traditional steam? And like also, is it still electric? Like are the stones, how are the stones heated? So with fire, so it's like natural heat is is steaming, is that creating the heat for the rocks. So then the tea, even though it's just room temperature, as it hits those really, really hot rocks, it creates the steam. And so um, typically you just use water, but I figured out that why not use an herbal blend that has these healing benefits in it. So we have one that's really calming. We have one that's detoxifying. We have one that more focuses on the immune system. And so depending on the season, we'll incorporate different teas into the steam so that as you're sitting there, you're receiving the healing benefits of the plants into your body. Oh, it sounds so amazing. I need to go back. Um, (laughs) But like you're saying, it's so a traditional cedar sauna is wood fired like yours is yeah. wood fired okay that's yeah. what I thought. like so are you how often do you feed the wood like does it have to be outside i'm asking these oh questions. no 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 Our, no 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 ours is plugged in anyone can do this okay. one day when we have a larger space we have this amazing vision of having one outdoors that yeah when we're actually stoking the fire i mean oh wow. my god the smell would be amazing we can't I exactly know. do that in the middle of venice beach so no, ours comes from Estonia. We've been doing it for thousands of years and it is plugged into the wall and connected to our iPhone. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's very convenient. That's so nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's really cool though that if someone who's listening wants a, a similar setup to what you've created, like they could still, you know, have one that's plugged in, but it is uh, using the stones to heat up and. Yes, know, 100%. I love that. So. <laughs> Um, tell us uh, like the difference you, you offer Japanese acupuncture. What's the Mm -hmm. difference between Japanese medicine acupuncture and Japanese acupuncture? 
So like all things, it's this ancient practice that came about in two very different cultures. And so I practice both of them. Anyone practicing acupuncture here in North America will be trained in Chinese medicine because it is the lineage that has been most heavily documented in textbooks and can really help to be passed down and standardized. And thank goodness for that, because these books are incredible at bringing us the wisdom at our fingertips. But for me, I didn't love learning from textbooks. I really had this like karate kid vision of myself learning with a sensei. And so when I first started school, I was super young. I was 20 years old and I searched far and wide for someone to learn from. And I finally found my sensei. His name is Takamaka Surasaki. He's a third generation Japanese acupuncturist. He learned with his grandfather when he was young and said many different masters, one of which is Kiko Matsumoto, which is the lineage of Japanese acupuncture that I practice. But the thing that most people don't realize about this medicine is not just the treatment modality using acupuncture, but the true genius of these medicines is the, the diagnostic systems they use. Thousands of years ago, we didn't have blood draws or x-rays to be able to see into the body and know what's happening. And so all these different cultures from all over the world found their own way of learning to read the outside of the body to know what was happening internally. And so Chinese medicine, their genius is that they rely heavily on pulse diagnosis and on the tongue reading. And so the pulse diagnosis, the practitioners lay their hand on the radial pulse right on the wrist there and can get a reading of what's happening internally in the organs by feeling the flow of blood and energy through the vessel. And they can also read the tongue, the different colors, the the shape, the size, the coding to get a reading of what's happening in the organs internally. I love that. So inspiring. Like it's all there, right? We learn to tap in the symptoms, the signals, everything is all there for us to read. And so the Japanese way is a little more hands-on. So as opposed to the practitioner kind of reading and getting a read on their own, the Japanese way is much more of a dance together with the patient. And so we palpate. We palpate the abdomen, which we call the hara in Japanese medicine. We palpate the neck and the feet to feel for areas that might feel like rigid or Uh, tight or ropey, all to kind of indicate to us if there's some sort of imbalance happening in the organ system just below the surface. But what's great is that the client can also feel it. So you can kind of feel like, oh, that's a bit tender, or that kind of feels different from side to side, or that's ticklish. And we both kind of get the same reading of what is happening below the surface. And so, for example, let's say I'm like palpating around the right rib cage, that's where the liver is. And so if something feels really tender, both to the patient and to me, it feels a bit like ropey. I'll think, okay, well, based on what they're talking to me about, what their symptoms are, what I'm feeling, I'm thinking there might be sort of, sort of like stagnation happening along their liver channel. And so then holding, let's say, a point on their right toe, which can correlate to the liver channel. If I just hold that point with my finger and I recheck what felt tender to the client and what felt like heavy to me, all of a sudden it goes away. It like just disperses from the power of that acupuncture point. So they know and I know in that moment, okay, I can needle that point to have an immediate change on the underlying organ along that channel. 
We're excited to introduce you to Denmother, a neighborhood wellness retreat on Abbott Kinney Boulevard in Venice. Denmother's wellness offerings are based on a wiser form of wellness with treatments derived from ancient healing practices from around the world. This includes Japanese acupuncture, Indian Ayurveda, Chinese herbology, and Nordic contrast water therapy. A sanctuary in the city, a place to restore, relax, and connect. Den Mother's rituals and ceremonies are central to Den Mother's methods. Created as a response to help heal the immense stressors of our modern day lives, the wellness space offers a myriad of services, such as a private cedar sauna cold plunge circuit to warm oil massages to help meet the unique needs of our community. All of their offerings are designed to help downregulate the nervous system in order to upregulate health and wellness. For the deepest form of healing, try out the DEN method, their signature treatment that discovers the root cause of your imbalances and symptoms. Using neuromuscular testing and biofeedback acupuncture, DEN Mother's team of wellness experts create custom supplement, nutrition, and acupuncture protocols to uplevel your healing capacity bringing the focus to supporting your body's natural healing wisdom. Den Mother is offering the fullest listeners 10% off your first treatment. Use code FULLEST10 when booking an appointment online at denmother.com. And does oh, Japanese acupuncture, it includes like cupping, right? Same thing, like moxibustion? Yeah, moxibustion is big in both practices. The only difference I'd say is the Chinese way they use moxibustion sticks and they kind of hover the heat above where in Japanese acupuncture, having the heat really embed into the point is just as important as the acupuncture point itself. And so we use direct moxibustion. So we'll actually put burn cream down onto the skin and use tiny little, um, we call it mugwort in English or moxibustion. Um, and it almost looks like a grain of, uh, a grain of rice. And it's super duper light. It's like the consistency of a cotton ball. So it's super light, but you roll it. So it becomes this like small little grain that you put onto the burn cream. And then you use a little incense stick to burn the moxa. So the heat and the nourishment of that herb travels into the body through the acupuncture point. Whoa, that's yeah wild. That kind of reminds me of like combo, but not. But like when they like burn you and then they put the medicine yeah totally Uh, but okay interesting I like love acupuncture you know I have a regular place that I go to here in Newport Beach but I hadn't been doing cupping because I was pregnant or you know there's just been like four and a half since I've gotten any sort of cupping so I went back a week ago and I really needed it and I had like the most insane dark circles and I'm curious if Like if you can share a little bit more about cupping and like I'm getting regular acupuncture done and like the difference if like maybe there are contraindications other than I don't know if there is during pregnancy, I just didn't do it. Or like when would be an appropriate time to do it? When would be if there are times that are not appropriate? And um, I know like over time, the more you do it, the lighter the spots are, but are there other things that would like make it so that the spots are like the bruises from regular acupuncture could also make it because it's like just toxins, right? 
that you're yeah so again i i love cupping for two reasons i love it for the therapeutic effect it has on helping to break up stagnation and to reduce inflammation and to help to move toxicity out of the system so that it goes from the tissues into the bloodstream where the liver and the kidney can flush it out right get it out of the body but it's also so indicative of what's happening to see the color that shows up right? So yeah, the more you do it, the less color you get, because the more you do it, the more you're helping to flush all of that out of the system. So it's no longer there. So I love, you can cup someone like one side can be way more purple than the other, or certain points of the back, which overlay over certain organs can have a different color. So you start to understand better what's happening internally. I love that. I no one had ever put it that way for me where it's like, what's actually happening is it's going out of your tissues into the bloodstream and then it's getting flushed out. That's such a great way and simplified way to describe what's happening. (laughs) Um, So yeah, yeah, perfect sense. So would you say like, cause you know how so much of our emotions and so many things are stored in our tissues and then like, there's so much fascia happening like so would you say that that's like all getting all of that trauma all of that emotional stuff is also like moving through as well yeah of course so much is stored in the body Um, and the beauty of these practices is we don't need to separate them you know like if there is some sort of down regulation happening within an organ. It could be a physiological issue. Like, you know, it could be like you break your leg, the bone structure has been weakened and that's going to start to impact the area. Or it could be a chemical down regulation where let's say um, the tissue is missing certain nutrition or there's like some sort of toxicity that you're dealing with, but could also be an emotional stagnation that you're holding on to. And so we really kind of treat all of it. So as you're treating someone, even though they may be coming in for, you know, like migraines on the table, you release something and they just start bawling because you're also moving something much, much deeper on an emotional level. But the beauty of this medicine is that there is no disconnection between the three, right? We, we are, we are our spiritual body, our emotional body and our physical body. Um, and so you really start to see this too in muscle testing. So one of the main ways that I, I treat, it's another form of biofeedback. So Japanese acupuncture is very, very much based on biofeedback, meaning you're listening to the wisdom of the body and, and working with that just hard to make a, an immediate difference in the organism. But muscle testing, also known as neuromuscular testing, is just so genius because the body knows everything, right? Like, if you're storing some, you know, unresolved grief from when you were 10 years old, or if you had food poisoning and that parasite that you picked up has not fully been resolved, like either one, the body's very aware of this thing that's stressing out the system and weakening it. It's us that doesn't always know, right? We just know we don't feel so good. Something's not quite right. And so biofeedback is a way of bypassing us and going straight to the innate wisdom of the body to know, hey, what's going on below the surface? And so the way I do it is I use the left arm, but really you could use any large muscle group. So I have someone lying on the table, they hold up their arm and I push on it. So what should happen is in that moment, I'm pushing on the arm, the arm should lock up because the brain is always looking to protect you from the biggest stressor coming at your body. My biggest example of that is if you are carrying a tray of glasses, trying really hard not to drop them. And someone threw 
a football at your head without you making the call, your brain will decide for you, yo, this is dangerous. It's more important that you catch this ball than hold these cups. You will drop the glasses as a reflex. You will catch that ball. And so the same can be thought about with muscle testing where you're lying on the table, I push on your arm, your brain decides this is going to hurt my joint, I'm going to lock up. So once we have a lock, we can start to really scan the deeper system of the body because if an organ is stressed out, if it's inflamed, if it's undernourished, if it's not getting enough blood supply to the tissue, and I go and I compress it and I cut off blood supply... That's really stressful. And in that moment, the body will decide, forget the arm. I'm going to send all my energy to, let's say, the thyroid. I'm, that is now the priority. That's the football. And you can tell because the arm starts to go wonky. And so we can start to do this dance of like, hey, liver, how are you doing? Stomach, what's going on? Adrenals, are you okay? Because if anything's not functioning optimally at full function, as you cut off blood supply that area the arm starts to go funny. So that's how we do this like full dance of the system from the outside to know what's happening internally. But how this all weaves into your question is figuring out what that organ needs to upregulate. Is it because there's some sort of like structural going on and it needs acupuncture or an adjustment and then that helps to uplevel function? Or is it missing some sort of nutrition? I mean, so often all the body needs is like certain minerals or fats or proteins or something that we're like missing in our diet or unable to process properly. And you give it that nutrition and it strengthens. And so with muscle testing, because the body is just so smart, by just laying the thing that it needs in a glass bottle on the body, I literally have like hundreds of vials in my room and they're all different herbs and supplements and foods. By just laying that thing on the body, if that's the thing that the thyroid's like, yes, 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 that's what I need. I need that blend of minerals right now to uplevel my function. You put that on the body, you recompress the thyroid, you push on the arm and all of a sudden the arm locks up again. Wow. So it's this really cool way of knowing what the system needs, but sometimes it's an emotional thing that the body needs, right? And then we're working more like flower essences or gems or having to just talk to the body and find out, okay, what, what is the thing that's holding you back? You know, we can start to ask the body, like, how old were you when you held on to this emotion? Were you one? Were you two? Were you three? And same thing, the body will give you a response with the arm lock. I'm a huge believer in muscle testing. And I, I also work with someone who does that. And it's really changed my life. And I actually found out that I was allergic to an antibiotic because, and I was young, I was just in high school and I was put on a round of antibiotics actually for a couple months. I broke out in a rash. I had no idea, like no connection to my body. So I had no idea that that could be the reason I was just living with this rash. And finally, like I went and saw someone, I just like walked into their office near my house. Like it was just very random. And that was my first experience with muscle testing. And they found out that I was allergic to amoxicillin. And as soon as I stopped taking it, the rash went away. So I just, Oh, Nikki, I love that story. I know it changed my entire life. It was amazing. Like just having that faith in the body, like I could not believe it. I couldn't believe it at all. I still just get the chills from that. So this stuff brings me to my knees every single day. Like people come in with such gnarly conditions, you know, like they're totally debilitated. And we just start talking to the body and find out like, oh my God, that like shampoo you're using every single day, like your body is so, cannot handle it at all or there can be heavy metals hiding in the system or mold from a home you once lived in. Like our body, 
our world is just so toxic these days. It's, it's so sad, but it just is, you know, whether it's heavy metals or chemicals or pathogens in the environment, these things just get into the body and wreak havoc. And so the symptoms that we manifest, you know, whether it's migraines or our bloating or eczema, that's not actually the problem. Like we, we label ourselves as, oh, I have this thing, this is my issue, but those are just the body waving a flag being like, over here, I'm not okay. I'm clearly not okay. Like pay attention. And as you start to use these biofeedback systems, you can talk to the body and figure out, okay, what is the underlying organ that is struggling here that's manifesting with these symptoms? And so you get to the root cause of it. And in your case, you just stop taking antibiotic and like, yeah, things clear up pretty quickly. It's really, it's, it's, the body is so smart. I know it's, it's something that it's like, we'll never be able to figure out, but then like nature helps us figure out. That's essentially the premise of Den Mother and like what we're doing at the fullest too. It's just, you know, it's so nice that you're offering tools for people to start having that conversation with their body and listen. That's like exactly what we're trying to do like at home. But I know that you also offer like an, a way for people to start having those conversations at home as well. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I, you know, now that this has become so much my world, the body is constantly trying to communicate with us. And it's just our job to really pay attention. And for a lot of us, that's hard to do because we're just so caught up in our minds and our to-do lists. And when you're distracted by life, you're not going to be able to pay attention to what just triggered you, you know? And so I'd say my number one piece of advice is just to find ways to really find stillness within yourself and to be able to connect to what your body's saying. Because people talk about bloating all the time as if like, oh yeah, I just bloat what I eat. And it's like, no, that's not normal. Like maybe there's some sort of pathogen that you picked up that is wreaking havoc in your intestines and they're actually gobbling up your food and that's creating the bloating and the inflammation it's causing and the holes in creating your gut that causes the food allergies you have. I mean, there's always a reason behind everything. And if you can start to pay attention, you know, my first question I always ask everyone when they come in with their whole slew of symptomology is when was the last time you felt well? Because typically you can track it back, you know, whatever it is, you can often start to like sleuth out of people of like, when you know what it's like to feel good, you know? And so when, when did that shift in you? I find too that we, we tend to think so often that stress and anxiety, which we're all suffering from to some degree, is, is always about like us not coping properly with our outside world, right? It's about like, oh, I have a really crappy job or I'm really struggling, you know, as a parent because the stress becomes really overwhelming. But what I have found time and time again is far more stressful than our outside world is what we're harboring internally. And so, you know, if you're carrying around some sort of heavy metal that's like slowly degrading the tissue, that's really stressful for the body. And so that's taking up most of your reserves. And so it's like there's like a fire raging inside of us and the alarm bells are going off. So no wonder, you know, when you're, I don't know, kids start screaming in the middle of the night, you're freaking out and you've don't have the capacity to handle it, not because you're a bad mother, because you have the stress that's already taking up all of your capacity. And so 
as soon as you start to dig to the root cause of what's going on, all of a sudden you're like, oh, I can I can do this. I, I can handle my life. I have a good example of that. I had um, a client come in with intense panic attacks and insomnia, like really, really quite debilitating symptoms ever since she had her third child. And so you know, her perspective was like, I maybe this is just what it means to be a mother of three. Like, this is just really hard. This is just my life now. Like, what can I do to feel better? But as we started muscle testing, she had mold all over her system. It was impacting her neurological system. It was impacting a lot of her organs. And I start talking to her about this. And she's like, oh, I forgot to mention that when I was pregnant, when I third child, we discovered black mold in our house and we had to move out immediately. And so really what was going on with her was the mold was creating all this stress. And so by getting her on the right protocol to clear that out, all of a sudden, like, she's sleeping through the night. She's not having panic attacks anymore. Like, she thrives as a mother of three. And so I just think it's important to always remember that balance and to know that our truest state as humans is to feel amazing. And so if you don't, start to kind of ask the questions and and to get the support of someone who can help you figure it out in a way that's natural. Yeah, I completely agree with that philosophy. And, and that's what's so amazing. I mean, I shared that about like the antibiotic and like this woman too. It's, I feel like for people who are listening that are experiencing, you know, issues at home or not issues at home, like emotionally, maybe that too, but I mean, like <laughs> you are at home and you have a lot of symptoms and you may have just, you know, been diagnosed with something or figured out what it is, like what the beauty of all this is, like it is possible to heal and get to the root cause in this sort of philosophy, this, what you've developed. And I completely agree that like at the end of the day, the goal is to get back your nervous system into a calm space. Because when you're calm, you can heal. But like these things are causing stress in your body and mentally, emotionally, like so much stress too. They do affect your neurological system, but also they just affect your like day-to-day life with, you know, everything, being a mom, whatever, all the things that we want to try and focus on and in order to thrive. And like, I mean, that's literally why I called my business the fullest because like, I just like you, I'm so passionate about people living their fullest expression of themselves and thriving. And it's possible when you incorporate all of these tools that you are offering at Den Mother. Like it's so amazing to have a space to just walk in and feel that even before a treatment, you know, just like to come somewhere and, or like people listening, like might not live in LA. Like we do have a big listenership in LA, but also people all over the world. And like, luckily, like Abbott Kinney is a wonderful like destination to go on vacation. Like there are people that can come and just be like, you know what? I just need some time to myself and I'm just going to go and like go to Dunmother and experience its treatments for like a few days, you know, or a week or whatever, and just unwind and like, now people work from home so that it's an opportunity to also like if you need to get things done, go there, but be in this sense of calm and which is so crazy because it's in a city. Like it's so wild. <laughs> what you developed is so beautiful. And I love your philosophy around all of it. And and I'm just grateful to share it with other people and have you on here to share about your inspiration for it. And I'm hoping like 
you know, grandmother grows and there are more, but I'm curious, like before we close the conversation, like what is your dream? Like, are you going to open up more or is it going to be like different, you know, ways to do this with people around the world? How are you going to connect with them? Yes. Um, thank you. That's all so sweet. Um, our hope for sure is to have more locations so that everyone can start to have access to this medicine. But also, you know, because this is truly my life's mission is to start to expand our awareness of this medicine because it can feel so woo-woo, right? Like, what do you mean you're pushing on my arm and then this vial's telling me what I need? But the body is brilliant and there's so many ways to connect. And we purposely placed ourselves on Abikini in Venice in the middle of it all because I wanted to make it more mainstream, you know? And so the more we can educate people about these um, practices, the better, the more we can expand awareness around it so people can connect to practitioners in their local area. So much of the beauty of ancient Eastern practices is the way it really teaches you to understand your constitution. Like we're all constitution kind of being what is the dance of the elements within your own body? You know, like, do you tend to run really hot? Do you tend to get, um, kind of have a more of like a windy constitution? Are you, there's like kind of cold stagnation inside of you. I know that sounds again, like pretty out there, but it's such a beautiful way of seeing like what's happening outside in the world is also happening within us. And so if you're someone that can kind of become deficient easily and you become overwhelmed really easily, or if when you're in that you know weaker state, your mind starts really racing and you start to have anxious thoughts and you can't ground yourself, then using warm oils with really grounding herbs infused into them, which you could buy anywhere, and really rubbing it on your body, but specifically on your feet, right? Ground that energy down and pull your thoughts out of your head and into your body makes a really big difference. And so these are like things that we can all do wherever we are with the things within our home to start to feel better because it's not, it's not one solution for everyone, right? Uh, 10 people can have anxiety and there's very 10 different reasons behind it. And so those are like really, really small, but impactful lifestyle things that you can start to do to to help yourself, you know, if you kind of tend to have more like heat that really becomes excessive and you get really angry easily and your voice gets really loud, then like finding ways to release that. You're probably someone that benefits more from like working out. You feel better when you work out. You feel better when you go to the gym, getting into nature, screaming it out, singing, like all these ways to just learn the way of your body and what you need to feel at its best. And so, yeah, it's, it's all really important. Thank you so much for coming on. I, I love having you and I hope we just continue the conversation more. And if anyone has any questions, you guys can always email us or reach out directly to Den Mother. Follow them on Instagram. Maybe you can tell us how else they can connect with you. Um, you can find us on Instagram, on our website, denmother.com and here in our flagship location in Venice. Thank you. Thank you, Nikki.